0: Chapter 1.
1: Fears. Over a millennia of human evolution, we've developed a lot of them. Large animals, strange-smelling foods, great heights. And we usually think of them as bad things, but they help inform us what not to eat, what not to do, and how to generally stay out of trouble. Fears are deep subconscious guardrails that keep us on track from not dying. But there's a more modern fear phenomenon. FOMO. F-O-M-O. The fear of missing out. It's an artificial fear, really, made popular by Instagram, Facebook, and all the sharing of highlights we do on social media. And it's not particularly useful. Have I made the right choice? Is it the best choice? Is someone else making the better choice? Like it or not, it's a driving force behind a lot of the decisions we make. It can make you tentative to the point of paralysis. And it's something we wrestled with for this show. In fact, we had planned to investigate an entirely different story than the one you're hearing. But FOMO got the best of us. So we changed course, unleashing a countless string of FOMatic questions. Did we make the right choice to abandon our other story? Were we wrong in listening to someone we had barely vetted? Was this going to cost us our jobs? But it turns out... These fears were not the useful kind. And once we committed to the Ryan Reynolds story, we'd have more to fear than we ever could have known. From the American Podcasting Network, this is The Wayward Guide for the Untrained Eye. I'm Artemis Shoehorn.
0: Get ready for takeoff. I'm her co pilot Paul Shoehorn. And
1: while my brother and I are talking to you now from APN's recording studio, this story took us pretty far from the comforts of sunny downtown Los Angeles...
0: And deep into the mountains of California, to a mining town so small... So small... How small is it? So small that it doesn't even show up on Google Maps until you zoom all the way into Street View. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I got another one. Give it to me again. How small? So small that their zip code is seven. Just seven. Man, I'm on a roll. How small? So small they only have one Starbucks. Ah, Just kidding. They don't have a Starbucks. Any trend before 1989 hasn't reached them yet. A
1: town so small that you normally wouldn't even give it a second thought. I mean, the only reason we were going was because of Ryan Reynolds. In our line of work, people send us dozens of messages a day with hot tips for stories. And more often than not, they're hooey.
0: Your sniffer gets real good at separating the wheat from the crap.
1: I think it's chaff.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure it's crap.
1: Ryan's story was, seemingly, all chaff. But despite the red flags, there was a feeling I just couldn't shake. Stories don't usually chase you down with in-person visits and edible arrangements.
0: When he just showed up at our office, that's when I remember thinking, maybe Ryan's story has everything. Corruption, politics, big business, little business, sticking it to the man. Wow, I'm really getting myself all worked up. And maybe that's just the tip of the iceberg.
1: We didn't want to pass up what could be our golden ticket. But... Our original story seemed like the safer bet.
0: Then, the FOMO kicked in.
1: Was Ryan's hunch intriguing? Yeah. Was he deeply disturbed? Quite possibly. But if we didn't take the leap, would we ever stop wondering what we could have uncovered in Connor Creek? Never. So, we packed our recording equipment, grabbed the keys to the company car, and hit the road.
0: I used to love road trips we took when growing up, watching the scenery whiz by like a time lapse video, the rest stop snacks that are always expired, and the games you make up to pass the time. Artemis, not so much. I spy with my little eye something that starts with the letter Hey, It's me, and I'm not gonna play this game. A long, long time ago I can still remember how that music used to make me smile. Here's another one Boink Mary Kill, the Baba Duke, the fish monster from the shape of water, or Sarah Koenig. I'm going to kill you if you don't
1: cut this out, and Sarah Koenig will investigate your murder and exonerate me.
0: So come on, Jack, be nimble, Jack be quick, Jack Flash, sat on a candlestick. There's no way those are the lyrics. Would you rather never be able to speak again? Or you speak normally, but for one hour of every day you make this sound. Yeah! Uh, I'd never speak again. Toll is 350. It'll be the day that I die.
1: (sighs) Again? For the record, I get very carsick, and we were in the car for a very long time. California is a very large state, and Connor Creek is not near anything.
0: Not to mention you get
1: impatient. Only sometimes.
0: My mission in life, Artie, is to make sure you don't miss out on the fun detours. Don't you love all the weirdos you meet at gas stations? I can't even believe gas is only a buck fifty here. Wow. Maybe we should fill up a gas can on the way back.
1: You know, for the big one. (laughs) Ah, Shoot, I don't have a signal out here.
2: Where are you folks headed?
1: Connor Creek, have you heard of it?
2: Oh yeah, it's just right over that mountain range right there.
1: Aha, see Paul, I told you we were close.
2: Evans, no, it's on the other side of that range, but you can't just go over it. Those access roads have been closed for years.
0: Excuse me, can I get the bathroom
2: key? Sure thing, you can get it from my boyfriend inside. Tell him Andrew sent you. But fair warning, it ain't pretty. Anyway, you folks will have to take the long way around this winding single-lane road right here, it'll take you right to Connor Creek. Might even make it before sundown.
0: It's only 11 a.m.
2: Well, you better get a move on it then.
1: I could have done without him. Anyway, we traversed the narrow winding roads that snaked their way towards Connor Creek. Until... Uh, <laughs> What exactly happened with the car? I'm not much of a car person. Yeah,
0: me neither. It just sort of stalled out and stopped. And then when we opened the hood, a bunch of smoke came out and then it stopped and dissipated really quickly. Actually, if you know cars at all and know what was wrong, shoot me an email at p-shoe-horn at APN. So we
1: found ourselves on the side of the road. No GPS, no service and no idea what to do, with evening quickly approaching.
0: Oh, I knew exactly what to do. I mean, we would have fashioned a tent out of car mats and sound cables and then used our laptops for warmth. Uh, But I I didn't have to put my plan into action.
1: Luckily, someone from Connor Creek was driving by and offered to take us the rest of the way into town.
2: Yeah, I've been the sheriff of Connor Creek here for uh, going on eight years now.
1: Sheriff Madison is the one-stop shop for law enforcement in Connor Creek and a reporter's dream interview subject. Friendly, talkative,
0: and brimming with exposition.
2: My family have been Connor Creek folk for generations, and actually my grandfather was sheriff as well as my great-grandfather. It's kind of a family tradition. My father, however, always went against the grain. That's probably where my brother gets it from. Daddy became an actor. But everyone still called him sheriff, though, because he played one in a movie once, and we all just figured, hey, that's good enough.
1: As we drew nearer, she insisted that as city folk, we wouldn't find much of interest in their little town.
2: Not too eventful around these parts. Though, we do have a city council election coming up this week. That's had everyone buzzing like beavers. We even have two human candidates this year and everything. But yeah, we're simple folk. Not a lot of policing needed here.
1: Unless, of course, she herself was a part of some illicit activity that needed policing... It remained to be seen whether she'd be an ally in our investigation or if she was wrapped up in the web of corruption Ryan had spun us. Only one thing was sure. We had to find Ryan. And fast.
0: All right, Detective Pikachu.
1: But in a small town where everyone knows each other, we didn't want to accidentally make enemies
0: on our first night. So we continued to listen as Madison drove. (laughs)
2: Well, you'd think a one-man marionette Pirates of Panzance wouldn't work, but Daddy pulled it off. Get it? Pulled? It off like <laughs> the strings. Wallace to sheriff, over. Oh, you have to forgive me. Mr. Sheriff, over. Hi Sheriff, this is Wallace. We've got a bogey on Pine Mountain Road that needs to be cleared right away. I tell you what, I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on with Garmin to direct you. Wallace, this town only has four roads. All drivers are diverting to Pine Valley Lane. Shoot. Sorry.
0: Duty calls. We hadn't even reached town yet, and the action had already found us for the second time that day.
1: But that bogey turned out to be a turtle, slowly moseying its way across the road and minding its own business.
0: Maybe Madison was right and things weren't too eventful around these parts.
1: Not long after, the dense forest finally opened up as we approached the town. Like many small communities, Connor Creek centers around an area where all the shops and businesses are, around one main street aptly named center road. Not to be confused with Main Street, a road which runs perpendicular through the center of town. And at one end was our destination, the Dead Canary.
0: Now this would be our home base during our stay in Connor Creek. A moody and rustic b and b and B, a bed and breakfast and bar. It was owned and operated by a man of few words, Desmond Brewer. Yeah, I'm Desmond. Would you like to say anything else about yourself? No.
1: The bar was pretty empty when we arrived. Actually, Paul, did you ever see it busy the whole time we were there?
0: There was that time there was a group of five at the booth, but I guess two of them were us, so I'm not sure that counts.
1: In any case, besides Desmond and the Dead Canary's executive chef, Quinn, the only other patron was the town drunk.
0: Now, Desmond wouldn't say much, but what he said in two sentences was more enlightening than anything Madison has said in our 45-minute ride. One... Ryan was running in the upcoming town council election, which was big news for the small town.
1: And two, Ryan Reynolds was the brother of Madison. Sheriff Madison Reynolds. But before we could ask Desmond more about their hairy relationship...
0: We heard a piercing scream from outside. I tried to get some tape with our recorder.
1: Before we continue, please note that the following contains the graphic description of a gruesome attack, and may be upsetting to some listeners.
0: these levels are a little too low. Let me get a little closer.
1: Actually, let's give her some space. We found Sheriff Madison sobbing in front of the dead canary over the mangled body of Ryan. Our source had been completely torn apart, crimson blood pooling around him. His stomach had been split open and his back was covered in horrible gashes. The brutality was almost animalistic.
0: No human could have done this. I threw up in my mouth a little, and swallowed it back down.
1: But as we looked around, we couldn't see anything. The lamps of the town square barely illuminated the edge of the surrounding woods, and only a sliver of moonlight pierced the cloud cover. For all we knew, Ryan's killer could still be there, hidden in the shadows. And here we were, in the middle of it all, with our primary source dead at our feet.
0: We wondered if we should leave right then, retreat back to the safety and comfort we left earlier that morning.
1: We had gone to Connor Creek to investigate Ryan's story, but his story had now reached a conclusion. And while we feared how dangerous it might be if we continued on, we foolishly had a greater fear of what we might miss out on if we left. Next time on Wayward Guide.
2: Now you don't listen to a thing Ag says, okay? I promise that you're going to want to come take a closer look at this. No one else has got what I got, and they certainly won't be this forthcoming. Mr. and Mrs. Shoehorn, I do not mean to be dramatic, but this offer does have a time limit. And if you don't take advantage before it expires, I have a sticky little feeling you might not live to regret it. Wait, I I meant live to regret it. You're going to live to regret it. Live with no regrets, I say. FOMO be gone. All right. Yeah. Uh, Please, please come.
3: Tin Can Brothers presents... Wayward Guide for the Untrained Eye Starring Mary Kate Wiles And Steve Zaragoza Written and directed by Corey Lubowitch, Joey Richter, and Brian Rosenthal Featuring Joanna Sautamura
2: Dylan Saunders John Madison
3: Jamie Taylor Paul Komoroski And Daniel Strauss Original theme music, sound design, and mixing by Ears Up Sound Design Executive producers, Corey Lubowitch, Joey Richter, and Brian Rosenthal, Paul Komoroski, and Greg Gibbons and April Morris. Go beyond the podcast and watch new episodes of the Wayward Guide Companion series on YouTube. Please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information, visit waywardguideshow.com or follow Tin Can Bros on Instagram and Twitter.